This is Dune Talk, a DuneNewsNet.com production. Join us now for the latest Dune news, reactions, and lively discussions. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Dune Talk. This is going to be a special show, uh, so we're not going to be talking as much as news uh, today. It's going to be uh, fully uh, focused on an interview. Um, so yeah, we're, we're really excited to, uh, to, to bring you this uh, this episode where uh, yeah, we're going to get some uh, interesting insights into uh, what went on to uh, some of the acting and creation of the movie. Uh, so this is Marcus, and I'm here today with Simon. Hey, everyone. I'm super excited about our guests. Um, I think it's a good way that we wrapped up our movie review part, and now we have someone that was involved in the production. Yeah, and so uh, as uh, I've been alluding to you, we have a special guest on, on today. Uh, we have uh, Richard Carter. So he's uh, known for a number of uh, film and uh, TV acting uh, credits. Uh, he's based in the United Kingdom. And uh, you uh, probably know him uh, most recently from the Harkonnen Trooper in the, in the scene where, uh, where there's the kidnapping of, uh, of Paul Atreides and, and Lady Jessica. And he's one of the, the, the three uh, troopers. And uh, uh, spoiler warning, but of course, you already seen the movie who gets uh, killed by, uh, by Lady Jessica. <laughs> so um, yeah, uh, Richard, I wanted to give a couple of... Uh, uh, a bit of time for, for you to introduce your, yourself, just to, to uh, tell our, our viewers and listeners uh, a bit about who you are. Yes, my name is Richard Carter. I'm from uh, the Midlands in the United Kingdom. Um, <clears throat> I'm a professional actor, and I have been for about six years now. Um, and it's gone pretty well. Um, I think uh, landing a part on June was um, a bit of a shock. Um, I kind of, I think something was trying to stop me turning up for the audition. I had a blowout on the, on the on the motorway getting there. I struggled to get there on time. And, yeah, it was a big thing because I didn't know it was actually due. You know, then when I found out, it was because I seen the original in 1984. And, um, you know, I was in two minds. Is this going to be good? Is this going to be bad? Um, but, Yeah. <laughs> So that's pretty much about it. That's um, pretty much my life. Awesome. Yeah, so it's so really excited to talk, uh, talk Dune with you. Um, so yeah. uh, Simon, I'll, I'll let you uh, kick off a couple of uh, the questions that we have prepared. Cool. So um, how did you get involved in the project? I mean, it sounded like it was just a challenge to get to your audition. Yeah, it was just kind of, um, I actually, it was because it was, Pretty much all the audition was, it was a film with Jason Momoa. That was it, you know. <laughs> and obviously, Jason Momoa is well-liked in the UK. Um, so I thought, yeah, I'll make my way to London pretty, because obviously I live in the Midlands, the central of England. So I actually stayed in a hotel and actually left early. Um, had a disaster with my car. Um, couldn't get no help. Um, basically, the breakdown, the recovery in the UK gave, gave me an X amount of time. So I would miss the audition, but um, with a couple of help off, people, off two young guys helped me that got me on my way to London, and um, I was actually a bit inferior to some of the guys that were auditioning for June. Obviously, I didn't know it was June at the time, and actually at one point thought, "Shall I just walk away?" Um, because obviously it was American accent. They all sounded good, mine sounded terrible. Um, so anyway, I pretty much walked in the room and I knew from everybody's face that I got the part. I don't know why, 
they were just like, oh. So, um, <clears throat> um, so basically, they, they gave us a script ten minutes prior, and the kind of because they were to obviously audition for Arkan um, Arkan One, Arkan Two, but basically combine the audition together, and that script is slightly different from the one in the film. Um, so it was kind of switching over from being vicious to a crybaby, basically. And um, so it was actually killing uh, each other, not Lady Jessica killing anybody, it was each other. So it was that switch from being stabbing uh, the other trooper and breaking down into tears, which uh, Dennis, Dennis said to me, I was the best one. Um, so... The part I, I had, it wasn't the part that I wanted. It was the other, the other part. But obviously, <clears throat> stepping forward, when I got to um, Budapest, Origo Studios, uh, met Denise, and you know, he said, "I've seen your audition tape." He says, "You was unbelievable. You know, you're better than everybody." He said, "Are you disappointed that you didn't get the role the audition for?" I said, "Yes, yeah, slightly." And and he said to me, he "says Come with me. I've got to show you." Something. So when I walked around and seen um, a full-size ornithopter, I was just like, oh, my God. He says, you're going to be flying that. And I'm like, oh, my God. You know, it was ginormous. I've, I've never – I wish I could have took a photo of it, but obviously, you know, they're cautious with phones and stuff. It was just mind-blowing. And it, to this day, it's one of the best things I've ever seen in my life, you know, um yeah, obviously I could keep going and telling you <laughs> loads of things, you know. Um, but yeah, I was I was when I found out it was I pretty much clicked, you know, when she said Lady Jessica, I was like, you know, get rolling back to when I was like a, a young lad, I thought, I know what this is. I know what this is. I was like, no way, you know. And I was praying for days, and I never heard nothing for about four or five days. I rang my agent and said, Have you heard anything? She said, no, there's nothing. I'm like, oh. but I just got this feeling that I got it, you know. Then I got a call. It must have been about three or four hours later. She's, you've got the part. And I was like, yes. And, and yeah, it kind of, and actually, obviously meeting Dennis, and when he said that um, regarding my tape and stuff, which it's not so much the financial side, because obviously, you know, from the, you know, quickly from the financial side, it was, it was a good, paid job you know but for a director like that to say to you I was well impressed with you take blah 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 that meant more than the money to me um because obviously you know I've not done it for a long time so these things are important to me you, you know into to any actor maybe you know um because that way it kind of <clears throat> excuse me puts you on their radar for future projects you know obviously David um worked with Denny's a few times, you know, so you know, fingers crossed. Um and on that one, because at the time there was when there was filming it, there was talk of a TV series. I don't know if you know anything about that. Yeah. Um, but obviously I, I, I presume that there isn't now they're obviously doing a part two. Um because we didn't know if we would be all of us would be returning for um the TV series because there was talks of it 
when was on set, so from the producers. So, um, but yeah, that's not happened. So it's obviously part two. That's a beautiful story, just in general. <laughs> I love, I love hearing that. That makes me so happy. Were you familiar with Dune? I know you said that you saw the eighty-four yeah, version. I mean, obviously, uh, Sting was in the original, um, which obviously I was a big fan of the, of the police. He was obviously the lead singer of the police, and I was quite a big fan fan of it at the time. Um, I think being because obviously I would have been about ten, eleven then when it came out. It was kind of a bit ahead of its time. I think I, I didn't really understand it, but you know I did find it good. And it's like now I understand it. You know, as as I'm a lot older, um, I think June as alone was a, <clears throat> you know, the, the the novel and everything is like way ahead of its time. You know, it's like it's been written in the future and been taken back. You know, that's that's pretty much how I see June. So it was quite quite an intelligent story. You know, I mean, I'm not a massive like crazy June fan like a lot of people, but you know, it is. You know, I do like it. And obviously now I'm in here. I've got to be, haven't I? So, you know. Um, yeah, so it's kind of, obviously, like, being injured, like, having such a small part in Dune was kind of, I just kind of, like, written it off as a small as a small thing. But um, the more, like, obviously, fans on the sites and stuff, because I've, I've got fans contacting me all the time and stuff, you know, asking questions, which I don't mind helping, helping them and answering the questions, you know. Um, it's probably a bigger thing than, than, I, than I thought, you know. So it's nice to be a part of it. It really is. I'd like to be part of the second one, but I don't think it's going to happen. But you never know. Something might change. You never know. You might come back as Harkonnen Soldier 485, you know? Yeah. That's, that's it. And, and that's the thing. I mean, obviously, they took... Um, when I'm not too up on photography and stuff, but they did take... Um, a lot of images of us to use in the film in other places, you know, which obviously we was paid for them to use our images elsewhere. You know, it's um, I don't know too much about the technical side of it, um, but going, I mean, going forward with this with the sets, I mean, I see a lot of people like, especially on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram, saying, "Oh, it's a lot of CGI." You'd be surprised how much is real. Put it this way. Um, I mean, I've, I've seen virtually that Denny's did take us around virtually all the sets in Budapest, and it's phenomenal. But you'd be surprised what's actually real, what they actually built. Um, virtually everything is they, they took over. I mean, I don't know if you're familiar familiar with Orego Studios. It's a ginormous place, and they virtually took it virtually all over. You know. There was bits of June at the side of buildings. You know, the whole car park was June. It was just, it was for miles and miles and miles. Um, even in, in the internal hangars, you know, it was just, they'd even changed the atmospheric um, air to make it feel like space. It was just unbelievable, you know. In one part we went into, can't remember what, what it was in the film, Obviously, we'll go back to 2019. I actually felt like I couldn't breathe, you know, inside. It felt like I was actually in space. And this is what Dennis wanted. He wanted it to be um, for real, basically. And, you know, he was so passionate about June. Even Timothy, I mean, Timothy was, he was living 
Paul's life. He was actually Paul. He wasn't Timothy. Um, he, you know, he, he was very focused. I mean, after working, you know, I've worked with a few big actors, you know, briefly, but obviously Timothy was so, he was kind of switched off. He was, he was Paul. He was, yeah, he's, I rate him. He's on my, my number one. I'm one of his biggest fans I am. He's such a nice guy. Um, and such a serious actor. Um, he wasn't one of, you know, he wasn't, he didn't sit there thinking, oh, you know, now it's this scene. He was ready. You know, he was constantly practicing. You know, he really wanted to be Paul, you know. So, um, I feel, obviously, I've seen a few articles saying he was, you know, he was a bad actor to play Paul. But pers from a personal level, I didn't think he was. You know, obviously, Danny's seen, obviously, when they, obviously if they auditioned him, they must have seen something, you know, in Timothy to play Paul. Um, and I thought he was, I think all the, it was cast perfectly, personally. Yeah, and it sounded like uh, Denis already had uh, Timothy Chalamet in mind for, for a long time uh, yeah. before. So yeah. spe speaking of, uh, of Denis, so it sounds like you got a good amount of uh, interaction with, uh, with the director. So, so how, how yeah. was it like working together with, with him? Did, did he give you a lot of direct uh, guidance? Like how involved was, was he in the, in the scenes when yeah. you were shooting? He was he was very um, passionate. I mean, I think there's there's a scene in, in my way where actually I'm actually putting the the ornithopter into into um, <clears throat> I can't think of the word autopilot, <laughs> and it just wasn't working on camera. We just couldn't, you know. And he was like, somebody was saying, "Oh, we'll have to leave it, Denny. We can't do it. We can't do it." And he says, "No, it's got to be done." It's got to be done. He says, I've got to have this scene. So he did kind of struggle to try and make it look like it was going into autopilot. Um, and at a few occasions, he say, he's like, Richard, Richard, no, 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 no. And I, I said, look, I'm doing it. So he actually watched me do it, then watched it on the cat. And he says, I can't see you doing it. He says, we're going to have to come up with another option to make it look like, you, you know. But these smallest details, he, he wanted right. Nothing, you know. And he, he did even say at some point, he said, every scene has got to be perfect. Um, he said, I don't care if I've got to pay you another two weeks to stay here until we get it right. He says, I don't care. It's got to be right. You know, so he, that, this is, he was very passionate about it. And he could, from my side, you could see he didn't want it to fail. He wanted it to be perfect. Um, and even... You know, we'd say, right, let's try it like this. Let's try it like that. Um, and even even if he was happy, he'd go, right, let's just do two more, just for safe sake. So it was kind of, I think there's a lot of footage, mate. There's a, a lot of footage for Gene. Um, and obviously, saying that there is obviously a lot of cut scenes, but I can't say anything about them. So you know, we have spent days filming scenes that are not in the film, but obviously, I'm not allowed to say what they are. Um, so yeah, but on a, I've seen a few things on Twitter about a director's cut. Then he's saying, "No, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen." But you know, personally, I think it will. In all honesty, I get the Stanley Kubrick vibe from Denis. That it has to be perfect, and his vision, and I love that about him. That he's not going to rush and just be like, "Okay, well, that was good enough." I love hearing that. No, it has to be yeah. perfect.
he said from a young age he wanted to make a science fiction film that blew everybody everybody out of the water, you know, and that's from a, from a young age. So he, he said it's it was fifty something. He was in two thousand nineteen. He said this is it, you know. He said so it's got to be perfect. So I think he was kind of telling me, uh, Charlie, um, Rebecca, and Timothy pretty much so we kind of got into the groove and obviously he's probably told us the same to other actors to say this is his dream you know he's not just getting paid for it it's it, it's his dream film so I think he was kind of just putting his passion onto us making us try and be more passionate for the part and you know I've worked with a lot of directors I think Denny Denny's the most passionate I've ever ever worked with he's just he was so to me, it was like he was getting a big prize at the end of it, you know. So, and hopefully he will. Hopefully he will. What was it? All him talking about what what he wanted you to do, or did he give you actually materials to look at? Uh, how how did that happen well, in preparation? I think when he's obviously when I when you know obviously when I met Denny and he, he explained about the tape, he said he said you switch over from being a complete monster to a crybaby because I did actually cry on the audition. Um. He said was just um, kind of kind of like that, and he said that's what I want. This, you know, I think ten days we was there. Um, so going to costumes quickly because it does kind of tie in. We had um, a lycra undergarment, um, quite a canvasy uh, two piece costume, then like rubber armor over the top. And the simple reason was that Denny's wanted us sweating for real. He said, it can't be water. He says, you know, he says, uh, you know, the Harkonnen's not used to the, to the temperature. They're not, you know, they're not used to this planet. So he said, you've got to be sweating. And we were sweating. And I mean, like bucket loads, you know, dripping off us, makeup was coming off. So they constantly had to have makeup artists there putting obviously the dark they shaved up our, our eyebrows off i mean i've got a bit of a mohawk that had to come off eyebrows were shaved um so you know completely hairless and was obviously our skin is was really white he said are you really sweating he went and, and i said to him yeah i am doing it because i kept doing that and he says good 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 he said that's what i want you know so this is how passionate he was he didn't want to spray water in someone's face to make it look like sweating he wanted us sweating you know, our bodies completely for real, you know. So you can imagine at the end of the day, them costumes weren't nice. So, which Rebecca wasn't too happy about, you know, because she got two big guys, like, dripping sweats next to us, <laughs> which I'd probably be the same, to be fair, you know. And I can't see that I'm sweating. I just look normal. Um, and it's strange to watch it looking through the glass of the ornithopter, and obviously it was filmed, you know, up off the floor. You know, because it's obviously the, the ornithops have lifted up on hydraulics into the, into, uh, the roof space, you know, and it was it, it was quite, the ornithops was, I mean, I could honestly say it was got to be about 60, 70 feet long, oh. you know, and lifted up 40, 50 feet into the air, you know, and it was actually, because obviously, um, I nearly, I nearly, I nearly spat some out there, <laughs> um, Obviously, it's coming. It was actually coming out of the, um, well, sorry, coming out, coming out of the grass. I mean, I'm still nearly saying it again. 
Uh, so we're kind of coming out of the ground um, into the roof space. Um, they had it on a kind of turbulence because obviously the explosions and stuff. So we kind of had it on a, on a turbulence when it was coming out. Um, so it did feel really real, you know, actually taking off. Um, so it was the same on um, when the death troop was pushed out the back. Um, they'd actually had a guy with a big blower kind of like blowing air. It was kind of a sucker. So, you know, so obviously the noise is, is that. So obviously when the, the rear cargo doors opened, from, from me flying the ornithopter, you know, it actually felt like it was actually being on a plane and, you know, in the back doors are, are opening, which made it seem really real as well, you know, which I probably think that kind of probably helped the actors as well. This is how far Denny went. I mean, he didn't have to do that, you know, obviously the equipment must have cost a fortune just to get that effect, you know, to the back door. So there was kind of like, there was no stone, every stone, there was no stone on turn. Everything was thought about, you know. So what was the entirety of the scene literally shot in that ornithopter? Like, uh, with, yeah, with the... yeah, it was all, yeah, it was all shot, all shot there in, in that, yeah. Um, so obviously they had a, the screen was quite hot, um, <clears throat> high up and it was kind of in a circular form. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously they could shoot they shot stuff obviously from the ground upwards um then obviously inside and they did have um, some bits of scaffolding to do any other bits you know can't really recall that but most of it was kind of you know inside and and obviously on that scene you'd be surprised how many people were actually in there because <laughs> um, it looks like there's three or four um but there was a lot of people in there you know, we could probably talk in 20 people. Oh. And it appears, obviously, on, on the film, it's, it, it's, it looks quite small, but it isn't. It was, I was quite shocked how small it looked on the screen uh, when I went to the cinemas to watch the film. But it's actually ginormous inside. It's huge, you know. I mean, obviously, you've got all the camera guys, sound guys in there, uh, you know, stunt coordinators, um, a couple of stunt guys. Um, so there was quite a lot of people in there, um, and obviously just just for safety reasons, obviously doing the fights. I mean, I do a lot of stunt fighting anyway, so it's kind of my stuff. I did all, all myself. I know the um, the Death Trooper he had a stunt a stunt double, um, but yeah, it was quite. Uh, it, it was well built, you know. It was actually like the real thing, you know. Yeah. Um, so I could imagine it was quite expensive to make. So I always have liked to foot the bill for that, put it that way. <laughs> and w- when it came to shooting the scene itself, was was like the whole scene shot like uninterrupted or was it done in different sections? Like how, how long yeah. did the whole process take? I mean, we, we probably it was it, it was kind of done in, in smaller in smaller sections, but obviously there was a few scenes different. Uh obviously like I said earlier, you know, Denny was he said, right, let's try it like this, let's try it like that. So a lot of the scenes has been recorded in different ways, you know. Again, like I said earlier about the original audition, it was um, one of the troopers killing the other trooper um, from Lady Jessica's voice, you know. But obviously they, they kind of changed that. We didn't actually film anything that way. But it was all filmed in different ways. 
Um, there's obviously a few other scenes we, that we filmed, which had obviously been cut out. So I think in total, the film was for about eight days of that scene. So it's quite a long time uh, for filming that scene. But like I said earlier, then he said, I don't care if you're here another two weeks. It's got to be perfect, regardless of money and time. He said, I just want it right. So that's some serious passion, that is. I will admit that is one of my favorite scenes in the book. So I'm grateful that Denis was very picky about his vision. I also heard Denis mostly uses one camera on set. He doesn't do multiple angles. Yeah, it was. He did do just one camera guy, yeah. I think it's impressive that they flew you guys out there when they could have easily just done it in a yeah. studio. I'll tell, so I'll tell you the, the next story. They actually flew me out there for one day and bought me home in one day to the costume. I was picked up <laughs> at home at 5 a.m. in the morning. They picked me up. They took me to the airport, put me on a plane, flew me to Budapest, picked me up at the airport, drove into the studios, tried my costume on, got me back in the car, took me back to the airport, flew back to the UK. From the UK airport back home, I was back home at 7 p.m. that night. Rockstar lifestyle. No, absolutely. Uh, but I was absolutely, you know, I got home obviously leaving at 5 a.m. in the morning, returning at 7 p.m. at night. I was absolutely, you know. And and at the time, obviously, the weather difference here, it was quite cool here. And obviously, when it got to Budapest, it was like scorching hot. Um, yeah. So I'll tell you another quick story. So actually, when I flew back to Budapest to start filming, I there's a boot. I don't know if you're familiar with Budapest Airport. You actually, it's basically lower down, and obviously the main circuit. So you have to go up in escalators to get out. So as I'm coming up on the escalators, there's like 20 people pointing at me. Like that. I thought, oh no, what's this? <laughs> so and anyway, as soon as I got to the top, there were people everywhere. everywhere with um, like books, and they're saying, uh, You're saying June, June. I was like, How do they know? Because obviously, it's not on it's not on IMDb or anything like that. And they'd actually got a sheet of paper with all the cast on of June. Um, obviously, my photo was on there, so I had to kind of sign a few autographs, which was quite nice, but kind of outside the airport, people coming over because there was a lot of English people that go. Who are you, mate? Who are you? And I go, oh, it's nothing, mate. Don't worry about it. Then then the police came over and they go, what's going on? I thought, oh, no. And I just, you know, and I said, look, we're just filming out Oregon. He's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so, so. But they, 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 they seem to be really appealing for June in Budapest. The, a lot of, a lot of the groups on Twitter, I think, are people that originate from Budapest. So it, it is, it's, it's really big in Budapest, June. You know, obviously it is in the States. Um, but Budapest is, yeah, they're just really mad for it. Going back to the scene itself, it sounds like it was pretty intense and a lot of attention to detail. Like, like if you look back at like the whole process, what, what was most surprising to you about like filming that scene? Um, I think surprising, I think probably how long it took um, for what it was. But obviously, again, 
even though I said earlier it was quite a big space, but it kind of wasn't, if that kind of makes sense. Because obviously, when you got the camera guys in there, and obviously Rebecca and Timothy in there, and Charlie was in there, um, it was it was quite difficult to obviously try and shoot that, especially when there's a lot, you know, there's a lot of action. Um, so, and obviously because of that, I think there was obviously a lot of takes where Denny weren't happy with things. Um, so I was quite surprised how a lot of it was small, it had to be filmed in small snippets, you know, and keep moving around and moving everybody about. But obviously you still needed these people inside of there to make, you know, to make things work, you know, on a lot of scenes, the lighting had to be constantly changed all the time, um, you know, tested and filmed. And obviously, you know, Denny weren't happy with that. Um, so it was a lot, a lot went on for, for, you know, for a small scene, even though when we filmed it, it didn't seem like a small scene. It seemed absolutely ginormous, you know, which obviously there's a lot of stuff we did film that isn't in, isn't in the film. Um, so it's kind of that. It's, it's difficult. Because I can't really remember looking at the film now. I think God, we, we film loads more than that, you know. So, and when you like say when you watch it and you watch that scene, you think, you know, we was there ten days. That's it, you know. But obviously, a lot gets cut out, a lot gets you know moved about. So it's a long part. I think people don't realise how long a lot of films that take to shoot, you know. And how how was it like uh, shooting this the scene across from two huge stars? So of course you're there with uh, Timothy Chalamet, yeah. you're there with Rebecca Fer Ferguson. That must have been quite an interesting experience. Yeah, I mean, I didn't obviously at the time I knew who Rebecca was, but Timothy, I was just I didn't really know until I did some research, and I was like, oh my god, and I didn't really speak to him much over a couple of days. So when I did speak to him, he did actually come over to me and we started chatting. And he said, uh, he put his hand out, shook me hand, and he went, hey, man, he said, I seen you on WWE. And I went, you didn't, mate. He said, I seen you fight the rock. I said, you didn't, mate. And uh, he just looked at me, gone out, and he said, I did. I said, you didn't, mate. And I said to him, look, you know, I'm from the UK, blah, blah. And uh, and he was just in shock. So the next day, he, he came over to me, and, he, you know, it was kind of like, it was like play fighting. And he, was, he says, Come and he says, come on, man, show me some moves. And I was, I said, I'm not a wrestler, Timothy. He says, and, and he wasn't having none of it. He was having none of it, you know. So I think because obviously David's in the film, he was, and obviously when you've got big guys with bold heads walking about, I think he just presumed that, you know, that I was a wrestler, but he was convinced he'd seen me in WWE. And to this day, even at the end of the 10 days, he was having none of it, you know. And he said, good luck with the rest of it. I, just, I give up. I give up. But uh, he's such a nice guy, you know. Um, he's, he just so, he was so passionate about June. It was unbelievable. I've never met somebody so passionate about a film, a character. You know, he was so focused all the time. And with regards to Rebecca, um, She's absolutely fantastic, lovely. You know, we actually, we actually became friends from it. And um, she'd done, because my daughter was a big fan of um, The Greatest Showman. She did a, a big sign poster for my daughter and she actually did a video for my daughter as well, which is very nice for a, 
uh, a ten-year-old girl to have from a big uh, Hollywood star, you know. And and she she was good about it. I mean, when she signed a poster, she mentioned me. When she did the video, she mentioned me, you know. And it was fantastic working with her because we did like kind of connect. You know, we had, we had a bond and pretty much doing that small scene, even though we kind of shot scenes where we was just kind of sitting next to each other uh, on the copter when they were filming scenes at the back. Um, we kind of like kept together a lot of the times. I think that was just to keep um, that bond for when we, you know, when it comes to our scene, because I kind of spent days of the talking and stuff. When we come to doing our scene, I felt really comfortable with it, you know, um, because obviously I had to lean over and drip sweat on that, which isn't, uh, you know, I was quite nervous about it. She was all right. And obviously uh, kind of picking her up a manhandler, because obviously the scenes are shot. There was a few scenes where I've actually pinned her against the side of the ornithopter. And there was a concern about me hurting her. And um, I mean, I'm quite a big guy, so it was kind of, you know, when I was thrown it, you know, could hear her back going, but she was all right. You know, she's, she's tough as boots. She really is, you know, um, but uh, I didn't want her to kill me. That was the thing she want. And she said, hold no, no, you know, I said to her, just go for it. Just push me against, you know, uh, the side of the thought, uh, don't worry about me. I mean, obviously there was a bit of a concern from the stunt guys about me wearing padding and stuff. I said, no, I said, you know, you know, I'm happy. And she was a trooper. She like proper, it went to perfection, you know. She definitely was a character and she put force into the scene as well. You know, she wasn't like namby-pamby and think, oh, you know, I'll be careful. She was just like, <clears throat> you know, take it, you're having it kind of thing. So, and it was really good, you know. And obviously when I got knocked down, she, you know, she picked me up, you know, she said, you're all right? I said, yeah. And we kind of did, we, you know, we, we made a great bond. And I made a friend, to be fair, um, even offset. Um, yeah, she, she, she's such a nice person. It's um, She's probably one of the nicest people I've ever met in my whole life. Again, another one dead passionate about June. She was so focused on it, you know, even offset. She was, she was Lady Jessica. Um, and it's so weird. Obviously, they're super experienced actors. And to see that... Is it's probably a good lesson as well for me to see how these bigger stars um, act in these films, you know. So I could honestly say I've I've learned a lot from from both of them too, just doing such you know such a small scene. Um, but I've seen a lot progress over them ten days of being on set and, and just learning, you know. Um, because I never, I never, you know, I never asked for advice about acting or anything like that. I, I pretty much just use my eyes to watch how they do things. Um, yeah. So that's that was a good experience on itself, and you know, probably much to this day, it's no, it's not for me. It's a, it, that gym was a massive experience. It wasn't a money experience. It was a massive experience. Um, you know, personally as well, and kind of feel by doing that it's probably helped it's had what it has helped my acting career along as well even though it is again such a small obviously i keep saying it's such a small scene um it kind of paves the way for me 
to be more confident doing other things as well. You know, it might be a small scene, but in in the grand scheme of Dune lore, it's a major scene. It's where stuff starts really happening. Random question, when they were using the voice, obviously Rebecca didn't project that voice. Was it just her... Was it just her normal voice and all of it was done in post or did she try yeah. using a voice? It was just just a normal voice. It kind of, I mean, pretty much on the scene anyway, she just she just had attitude. Once the camera was flicked on, she just had attitude, you know. And then obviously when the camera's turned off, she was just like, gone back to, you know, gone back to Rebecca again. And it was, it was such a good... It was so it was so cool to see, you know. But obviously, same with me. Obviously, we're there chit chatting, like you know, like we are, we us guys are, and to just like, you know, be like that, you know. So I kind of followed suit, you know, when she was like that, than I was. Um, so it was kind of like yin and yang. We was like dead good friends, and we hated each other, we wanted to kill each other, you know. And yeah, so she didn't. It was just a normal voice. Obviously, our voices were obviously obviously we spoke normal, and obviously they just switched everything around when you're talking, which I wasn't didn't know they was going to do that. To be fair, so but I'm glad they did because it's definitely um, it's it's something different, um, especially for like uh, show reels and stuff. It's obviously we have you know I've got scenes of me talking. Obviously, that having that. It's just like, God, you know. Um, so if people don't understand or know anything about June, then they're living under a rock. That's all I can see because it's um, it's 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 a big deal um, in the UK. I mean, I've spoken to a few people about June and say, "What's that?" And they're just, "What's that?" It's like it's all over like billboards everywhere. You know, it's on the front of newspapers. It's like it's such a massive deal uh June but there is still people out there that've got no idea um and, and another quick question another quick answer I'm gonna say before I forget is my expectation of film was like it was a lot better than I thought it would be I couldn't believe I you know when I went to watch it to the cinema I couldn't believe how good it was. I could honestly say it's it's one of the best films I've seen for a long long time. I'm not just saying that because I'm in it. So <laughs> And it sounds like it was an amazing experience and especially impressive because uh, it sounds like you, you basically did your own stunts, uh, basically. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like I said, they, they film stuff in different ways. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, originally from the start, it was it was a completely different scene. You know, it was kind of changed around. So the kind of, I think, it obviously, then he's just, just changed it. He's obviously made it different. Obviously, we did film it in different ways as well. But obviously, he's just gone with... Um, whatever he's you know producing to the film, I mean, I, th- I think on my scene there was a version where it was quite abrupt, you know, where I just kind of jump out and I'm kind of like really picking Rebecca up and pinning her against the wall. But he's obviously decided not to use that. Um, it might have been. It's difficult to. Obviously, when you're when you're acting something, from me jumping out of the chair, it was kind of, I kind of, from what I can remember filming, it was probably 
from a normal person who probably thought, oh my God, who's this nutcase? So I think he's probably, probably thought, Shh, can't put that in. We'll have to get something a little bit tamed down a bit. Um, but I presume he's obviously trying to keep the balance of all the characters yeah. instead of just having one. Somebody who's like really abrupt might be not that easy to, to penetrate. Um, so, yeah, I'm not too sure, but obviously use what, what, you know, what they've had to use. So. And in terms of the, the immersion in the scene, so like uh, basically you were seeing all these, these sets that you, you, you described and like actually filming on the ornithopter itself. Did, did you also get some sort of like explanation and like how you should be piloting and like, uh, you know, yeah. those type of details? Kind of, yeah, see, I've got to be careful what I'm saying here. Because obviously there was, there is a scene obviously that's not in. Um, so obviously, you know, I was told, like, you've got to fly like this, you've got to do this, you've got to do that. Um, so, yeah, it was kind of where, so everybody was outside kind of watching. Um, so basically, instructions off Denny and obviously the, the filming from the ground. So, I can't, unfortunately, I can't say too much about that. that actual bit because it's not actually in the film so no I'll be having somebody <laughs> on my case about that so but that's something that did take a bit of time to film so you know it has been removed from you know obviously not put that into the film right so quick question for you you were talking about how they took a bunch of pictures they probably did some 3D rendering do yeah. you know if you're in or if did you film any combat scenes No, it's it we pretty much filmed what it was just around the thought so there was nothing really anything else. Um, obviously, the initial fights, the initial fight scenes, um, we did over with 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 the stunt guys. Obviously, um, with Rebecca, obviously that a, a stunt double for Rebecca and for Timothy. So we kind of practiced with them. Um, probably like just for a day before, just to get, you know, just to get the scenes right. But obviously they didn't actually use them in the end, to be fair anyway, um, because obviously they just kept changing the scenes around. So I think then he just kind of like went with it and see how they went. And obviously they did. Obviously they had the, the, the stunt doubles on, on, on set constantly if he felt that they needed to be used. Um, but pretty much went... Pretty smooth. I mean, safely as well. You know, Denny was just kind of trying to do everything kind of safely, you know. But I think because we were constantly shooting like and shooting and shooting and shooting, everything was kind of running smoothly all the time. So when it comes to shooting something, there wasn't really any a mass panic if something was going to go wrong or anything like that. It was just kind of just, it just everything went smooth, you know. And obviously, Denny, even with Rebecca, you know, and Timothy, you know, he said, well, can we, you know, I want to try it like this. I want to try it like that. So he kind of went from all avenues with everything. You know, this is what I said. He filmed a lot for Jim, hell of a lot of stuff. So I think it's hard to try and bring people back and reshoot something if, if you're not happy. So I think he knew that, he, that the more he had, the better the film was going to be. So he kind of, he was very advanced with everything. Did you keep anything from the set? Like, no. well, no? Just, just, 
just memories, unfortunately. As as much as I wanted to, it's um, yeah, it was just. I think because there was so much to see um, of June, it, it was just there was so much. It was just unbelievable, you know. It was crikey, it's just like actual mind blowing, you know. And it's, and this is what you know. People say, "Oh, it's all CGI," and say it's not. You you'd be surprised, you know. There was there was obviously blue screen and green screen and stuff. Well, a lot of the sets of June are actually real, you know. And I mean, the sand dunes that they had uh, at Origo on the front were for miles. It's just unbelievable. It's actually like being in the desert for real it sounded like you actually landed on arrakis the yeah, whole experience 100 um it did it did feel it did feel like arrakis you know like i said there was um uh, denny took us into one building where they had um they actually changed like the the air density and it had, when you walked in it you could slightly not not breathe you know, there was mist in the air and it was just felt like I was in space. It just felt like it walked onto another planet. You know, um, he did say the reason behind it. I think he, he was trying to create space for real. That's what he was trying to do. He's, he's, he's put, he put so much into it. You know, it's unbelievable. It's, um, I don't think the man actually slept. I think he was just like, um, just work, 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 because it was just, it was, there was never any relaxing time. There was never, it was like June, 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 June. That's all it was, you know. And um, that's some serious pa passion. You know, it absolutely, <clears throat> he was mad for it, you know. And, and, and like I said earlier, a lot of explanation. He was like, you know, this is my dream. You know, I want it to be right. You know, I've dreamt of this since I was a small boy. So, who am I to argue with a man like that? Yeah, and, and you you touched on the the costumes uh, earlier. Like, how much of time actually went into like you know getting into the costumes? I, I don't know, makeup, uh, hair, that sort of stuff. Yeah, I mean, obviously um, the makeup was wasn't too bad. The costume was. We didn't have to like kind of get into. We we kind of had to put a lycra suit on, then just stay in the lycra suit. Excuse me. Then they'd come and inform us probably like. 30 minutes before to get everything on because it did take quite not so much for the for the canvas like trousers and jacket you know with the armor and stuff and the boots with quite time consuming to get on um so obviously it was all in uh, air conditioned we all had our own room all air conditioned rooms so then obviously when you walk out into the heating in budapest it was like you know so i was having to walk uh, quite a bit down, you know, on set and stuff. And this is when you start sweating, you know. And when you walk in, and then he's like, "Oh, you sweated, good." <laughs> we're, you know, we're just like, "Oh God." Um. So yeah, that was quite a hard thing, you know, to kind of constantly sweating, you know, all the time. But this is what he wanted, you know. And it's strange for twenty people to be in a small confined area. And you've got three guys pouring with sweat and the rest are just like in shorts and t-shirts, you know, drinking pop. And we're just being made to drink water to make us sweat more, you know. Um, 
but this is the point. And I think someone actually did say, can't you just spray him with water? He was like, no, 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 no. Let me tell you. So this is how passionate he was. It has got to be for real, as real as possible. I'm definitely going to look for that sweat in the 4K release. Yeah, I, I, I can't, I can't, I've tried, I can't see it, but trust me. You know, I mean, obviously at one point when I leant over Rebecca and it was dripping off me onto her, and I thought, oh my God. She, you know, then he said to her, look, he's going to drip sweat on you. And she went, it's fine, it's fine, no problem. But she probably would be been disgusted by a complete stranger, but because obviously, like, you know, we formed quite a good bond, you know, even offset, um, it made it really easy to film, you know, to work with her and film with her. You know, even off off the set, you know, we, we spoke about life and everything in general. So it made it really easy to film with, even when I like to lean over, stand in that position, like, you know, Den- Denise is handing out a few pointers. I'm dripping sweat on her. She's like, and I'm like, I'm sorry. She's like, no, it's all right. I would be mortified if that happened to me. If someone dripped sweat on me, I'd be mortified. You know, but yeah, like I said earlier, she's a proper trooper. One question I have for you. In Star Wars, a lot of the stormtroopers or TK, whatever, were you listed as Harkonnen soldier with a special number or were you just Harkonnen soldier? Number two. And I've... Um, <clears throat> Because I because I liked it so much, I've actually um, I've got a camo. I've, I've ordered a jumper from America, um, <clears throat> and on the front I've got Arrakis O2, and on the back I've got Harkonnen O2 on the back as well. So a few people will know what it means, and a few people won't. Because um, originally for the auditioning, it was Trooper One and Trooper Two. Trooper One had a, <clears throat> I think like one or two more lines, so obviously. You know, I was aiming for that. But obviously on the audition, they did um, them together pretty much, basically. So, and obviously when I got the second trooper, I was a bit disappointed. So obviously when I got to Budapest, met Denis, and, I, you know, he said, I've seen your tape. He said, are you upset? I said, well, he said, but I couldn't give that part to anyone else. He said, because you outperformed everybody on that scene so he said right he said let me sh- come and he said and push you're going to be flying this and when i walked around this corner and seen the ornithops i thought oh my god it's like all my christmases have come at once you know what i mean yeah. so obviously when i spoke to a couple of my um sci-fi buddies on the evening i told them and they were like i'm well jealous you know and a lot of them said you're lying you're lying so i'm not lying I said, so where's the photos? I said, you can't take photos, mate, you know. Um, so, yeah, it was – I accepted that, and I think I got the better part. I would have been disappointed if I would got the other part. You know, I would rather have been actually flying a machine in June than actually not. Um, but, yeah, you know, I was, I was happy. So I think things happen for a reason sometimes. Yep. So – yeah, that's uh, sounds like an incredible experience. So yeah. b- before we we go, I, I did want to give you some some time to talk about a bit more about uh, your upcoming uh, projects because I know that you've been doing acting, but uh, you also uh, have some directing uh, credits uh, for Shooters Hill that seems to be in production. Can you tell us a bit about yeah, that? That's kind of 
took a bit of a bit of a backbench, obviously, you know, with the coronavirus. Um, so the, that's pretty much um, about two brothers, you know, in the east east end of London. Um, kind of um, my character goes away because he's done some naughty things, so and he kind of comes back, kind of has to clear up his brother's kind of kind of mess. Um, but I mean, obviously, it has been. It has been backbenched. It's all pretty much the script's been done and everything. Um, characters, everything's prepared for it. But obviously, with coronavirus, it's you know we've kind of just got to pretty much wait for it to, you know, calm down. Because um, obviously, especially around London, there's a lot of restrictions in places, so it is it is a bit difficult. Um, and off off the straight off the back of June, I've got um, I've just signed a contract for a film. Um, filming in New Zealand, which is going to be a science, a science fiction film. Obviously, I can't really say too much about it. Um, you know who's in it, but there is going to be some famous people out of science fiction films in it as well. <laughs> uh, not June, something else. Um, so, yes, yeah, so I've just signed a contract for that. Again, a small, a small kind of part, but something similar to to what I've done. A bit, quite a lot more dialogue though, um, and I've got. Another film, local a local film to me, um, based on a true story. That's about um, corruption and truck drivers, and I think hopefully they've got Stephen Graham that's going to be in that as well. So I think off the, off the back of June, it's it's I've been offered some decent decent parts. So which I was told, you know, I would do, but I was just concerned because it was such a small part that. Um, I won't really get anything from it, but uh, I kind of, well, it obviously it is working, it's, it's paying off. Um, and I've, I've obviously categorising of agents, I've moved up to a bigger London agent now, so I'm hoping that the work is going to be slightly better, which it is, you know, auditions, quality, the productions are working on it, it is better. Um, but, yeah, I'm not really seeking fame or anything or money, it's just um, just something I enjoy doing. Um, I, unfortunately, I get to play the baddie all the time, but I, don't, I quite enjoy it. You know, you know, I quite enjoy it. You know, if I get to throw my weight weight about and do a bit of action, but you know, I'd like to do more. Well, obviously, focus more on trying to do some more serious acting as well, which is which is coming in slow. It's not a you know, it ain't kind of a race, but I seem to be getting on the right paths, but the right path. Um, but. I think I can only like, you know, thank Denny for that. It's you know, and the opportunity because if I don't, if it wasn't for June, I don't think um, <clears throat> I'd get off the chances, you know, that I kind of do. Yeah, that's that's, that's really exciting. So th th thanks, thanks so much for talking to us and uh, the evening uh, of, of your time uh, was uh, yeah, like great, great getting all those uh, these insights uh, into the into the filming of the movie and that 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 scene uh, just uh, yes yeah, so so much so much great information where, where can people find you uh, online i know that you you are on twitter yeah i'm on twitter or, or facebook um i'm uh, richard a carter on facebook so sam people can add me that's fine if you want to ask me any questions you know i've always got time for people you know i'm not arrogant or anything like that if you want to know anything about june or anything or anything you know just add me on facebook or twitter and just ask the question, you know, I don't, I don't mind answering it. You know, I'm, I think I've had nearly 1,500 questions about June. 
since its release. And that's not, I'm not exaggerated either, but I'm happy to, you know, connect, you know, to connect with people. Yeah. So let's, let's go ahead and, uh, and, and sign off. Uh, Simon, where can people find you? I'm on social as Dowdy, first initial, last name. Richard, thank you so much for the insight of um, something that we're, we're, we're your two fanboys. <laughs> Me and Marcus are definitely, and everyone else that you know watches and works on the site on the podcast. Uh, it's a pleasure, and I'm I would love to meet you in person. Thank you for thank you for making my favorite piece of literature come true, and especially one of my favorite scenes. That's okay. <laughs> thank you. It's great. Been great speaking to you. I really appreciate it. And it's, you know, it's, you know, I'd love to meet you guys. Really would. And this was uh, Marcus Gabriel, your editor-in-chief at dunewsnet.com. And you can find me at dunewsnet on Twitter and Instagram. And we have a, a lot more coming on, on Dune Talk. So this is, uh, yeah, uh, only the beginning. We, we will be taking a little bit of a break in, in late December, but in 2022, we're going to be uh, keep going every week. So yeah, look, look forward to continuing the journey with all of you. We hope you've enjoyed Dune Talk. Remember to like, subscribe and turn on notifications so you know when the next episode drops stay tuned to dunenewsnet.com and add us to your social feeds be the first to hear breaking news and reviews